Welcome to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I am Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. Drill rap music became popular in Chicago in the early 2010s. And since then, it has etched a place for itself in the mainstream with artists like Chief Keef, who is as well known as many other artists who are household names. But drill rappers are being murdered at an alarming rate. Is that because of the music they make? Or is the music they make an outlet for their real life experiences. Ooh, ooh. Mm, mm, mm. Well, the business of being black today is drill music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and stay tuned because Fox Soul Special, the January 6th committee hearings, is coming up right after this show. Please welcome Ben Rock from the hip hop group Naughty by Nature. Hey, Ben. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Hip hop artist and the co founder and CEO of One Hood Media, Jasiri X, is back. Hey, Jasiri X. Hey, peace. Uh, thanks for having me back on the show. And radio host of Incense and Ashtrays and Relationship Coach, Dwan Brown, is in the house. Hey, Dwan. Thank you, Miss Timmy Back. Thank you for having me back. Uh-huh, you got it. So let's kick it off with you, Dwan. Yeah. Uh, why should Black people care is a question that I ask because the show is the business of being Black. Why should Black people care about what drill music attributes uh, when it comes to fatalities in uh, the music business? Because at the, at the end of the day, those are our children. We should always care about what our youth are going through. And we're dealing with an issue where they are talking about what's going on in the streets, but it's causing real life harm. So it seems as if what's being happening, what's happening in art is coming over into real life. And when our children are having to live this type of violence, we have to show some kind of concern and talk about it. Then let's talk about it. What? Uh... Why? Why should Black people care about drill music if it's killing only those musicians? Yes, it's plaguing our communities and the weapons that's, um, you know, ending up in our communities. They're more aggressive, more high power, like military grade weapons. And now women are getting killed. Children are getting killed. They're spraying up blocks. So it's a major concern, major concern. Jasiri X, why should Black people care? Well, I think we should always care when um, our, our community, people in our community die or get killed. I, I definitely think we should care. Um, but I think that um, our approach should be, you know, supporting the young people in our community, finding ways and outlets uh, that we can connect them to. I don't think um, the solution is let's censor what young people are talking about. You know what I'm saying? And particularly when we talk about young people that are a product of an environment that they did not create. So we're seeing violence up all over our communities. And so, I, you know, it's that chicken or the egg question. Is it is it drill music is responsible for the violence or is it that the artists are speaking to the increasing violence that are happening in our communities right now? Well, obviously we've heard this in the past with gangster rap. What is drill music and what is the difference between drill music and gangster rap? Uh, Jasiri X, I'll keep it on you. So I think, you know, the difference between drill music is it really, it, you know, it's it's a more specific, you know, in, in drill music, unfortunately, you have certain people like actually naming um, individuals that they have beef with, you know what I'm saying? And so that like naming of a person or, you know, you have, you know, situations where you have people like, you know, going to the grave or the enemy, it definitely raises the stakes of just gangster rap was more so people kind of talking about what was happening in their community. It seems like, um, you know, in drill music, people are taking it further. And, you know, those those disses, those uh, music disses are turning into real life violence. So I think that's the difference between uh, general rap music 
or general gangster rap music. Then uh, listen, you bleed hip hop. So what is the difference between drill and gangster? Well, gangster rap, gangster rap. Um, you know, it was promoted like like the brother just said. It was promoted within the industry in general. This drill music, you you have gangs going against each other, personal beefs, and the saddest part about it is that with social media and with these major record labels, they're promoting this stuff. They're marketing literal death. They're marketing genocide in our neighborhoods. And it's really time for our communities to step up, hold these record labels and you know big social media outlets accountable for basically financing this war on our own youth. Wow, Duan, what is drill music? Drill music is people rapping about an issue then going out and following through with what they rapped about. See, like with gangster rap, those are the poets of the community. Those are the scribes reporting what was going on. And that comes out of message music. That's what it, that's what we called it, message music. Gangster rap is how it got relabeled. Yeah, one of, one of the first hip-hop songs was titled The Message. Yeah, The Message. And so yeah. it was message music about what was going on. When we get to drill music, it's saying, I'm going to do this. And it's followed and it's done with melody. Like these brothers like singing with harmony. And when you sing and bring melody, just like you get the emotions in church, get riled up. If you're at a funeral and they hit that minor chord and you start to crying or they hit those major chords on Easter and you start to celebrating. It's no different in the music when you're talking about in a celebratory manner of taking someone out and then following through with that. You know, you're basically putting a prayer out there into the universe for it to be answered. So yes. just what I would... Go ahead, Jaseri X. Yeah, I would, I would, I, let's not like, I mean, you know, let's not try to sanitize like hip hop history. I mean, you know, in gangster rap, there were, we had gangster rappers in the, you know, late 80s, 90s, 2000s that were also living their lyrics. You had, we had uh, beefs that we saw, you know, um, you know, turn into real life situations, you know what I'm saying, where artists were fighting each other, crews were fighting each other, you know, we've had, losses of life in hip hop. So it's not, this isn't necessarily, I don't, I don't want to make it seem like now we are losing more people now than ever, but I don't want to like sanitize, like as if like gangster rap in the, in the nineties or two thousands was just people rapping. Nah, it was people, you know, getting, getting stomped out too. It was people getting shot out too. You know what I'm saying? Ice Cube actually called out Dr. Dre and NWA. Tupac actually called out Biggie. I mean, and the list goes on. They People certainly called out people in their rap. So it was a little bit more than beef and sending these uh, sweet swan songs uh, uh, of the hood uh, out to the world, uh, of course. Um, take a look at what New York Mayor Eric Adams said about wanting to crack down on drill music. I had no idea what drill rapping was, but I called my son and he sent me some videos and it is alarming. We pulled Trump off Twitter because of what he was spewing. Yet we are allowing uh, music, displaying of guns, violence. We're allowing it to stay uh, on these sites. Exactly. So is is Mayor Adams taking this too seriously, Vin? No, he's not. It, it's time for intervention. And when you talk about, you know, in the 90s, when I came up, 
and Tupac had an issue with C. Dolores Tucker. She was forewarning us that if we don't begin to censor ourselves and if we don't allow these uh, corporations to continue to market and promote our own death, this thing will evolve into where we are right now. You know, the technology will increase. These big social media companies, Facebook and Twitter, just as uh, Mayor Adams said, they're able to censor the president of the United States. If, you know, you or I post something on social media, the fact checkers will come and literally delete you or put you in Facebook jail. Yet our kids could walk around with a camera phone, stalking others in their own neighborhoods with guns and literally shooting people over Facebook, yet their account is never flagged. So if we don't begin to intervene, we will have just mass destruction and the continuation of genocide in our own neighborhoods. Instead of banning drill rap, would Mayor Eric Adams and other politicians be able to better solve the problem by solving issues like income inequity and mass incarceration? Would of course. that be a better solution, Jasiri X? 1,000%. I mean, you're the mayor of a city. like So you're mayor of the city that has one of the largest income inequities in the country in terms of people can barely even live in New York City now because of how high the rent is. And so the idea that like the violence is only connected to drill music is just such a ridiculous, if we ban all rap music today, you think that would stop the violence that's happening in our communities right now? And so to me, I just think that if you're mayor of a city and you're not addressing the underlying conditions of poverty that has existed for how many years and your focus is rap music, you're thinking about the wrong things. You have some wrong information. Let's take a quick break. Look, life is full of twists and turns, stress, changes, grief, moments of growth and moments where we feel like we're taking a few steps back. And it's important to show up for yourself through all of the struggles that life can bring. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, online therapy, is here for the twists and turns and will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I can admit, I've had several mental breakdowns during this two-year pandemic of not seeing, touching, or being six feet within my loved ones. Just like help is here for me, help is here for you. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. And the service is available for clients worldwide. And you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional online therapy and financial aid is available. All, so look, Better Help, H-E-L-P, is a great way to show up for yourself and invest in your well-being because, well, you deserve some inner peace. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash B-O-B-B. That's BetterH-E-L-P. And join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. 
And I have a special offer just for my viewers. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash B-O-B-B. We'll be right back on Business of Being Black with me, Tammy Mack. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I am Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. And the Business of Being Black today is drill rap music. Please welcome Vin Rock from the hip hop group Naughty by Nature. Hip-hop artist and the co-founder and CEO of One Hood Media, Jasiri X, and radio host of Incense and Ashtrays and relationship coach, Dwan Brown. So let's talk about this, uh, Dwan. Let's get, let's get to you because Jasiri X was answering this question before our break. Would the mayor be better off dealing with what's going on in the community, solving the income inequality and the mass incarcerations versus going after drill music? Kind of difficult to hear you there. You're on mute, Dwan. Um, yeah, my bad. Uh, it's hard to, you know, I don't want the mayor going after the music itself because the music is an end result in a long chain of failures that led to the conditions that lead to drill music. If the mayor's going to go after anyone, he needs to go after the people distributing the music because that's where the real power is. The power is in the distribution. The power is in the radio. At the end of the day, humans react through rewards and consequences. If the rewards is you you play this music that's detrimental and you get rewarded by radio play, people are going to make more of it. If they decide to play the radio with other type music, people will do more than that. But right now, it, it, it comes down to the people who control the levers of power more so than the artists themselves. That's well, a good point, Ben. Shouldn't we go after the people who are promoting the music and distributing the music? Absolutely. And that's exactly what Mayor Adams is talking about. He's talking about going after Twitter and Facebook and the distribution channels, you know, and and he is doing a call out to rally the community behind him to really press these corporations because they are the ones benefiting over our kids death. And, and I don't see it changing unless we organize. I always feel that the glass is half full. We have tons of black men out here, tons of successful black men out here. And at the end of the day, these are our kids running amok. Where are the parents? Where are the black men in this community getting a grip on their kids and preventing them from all of this gun violence? So man, I was we, have added, honest, we have to be honest here, um, uh, Vin Rock. Hip hop has gotten a lot of black people out of the gutter and out of the ghetto right. and even you. So so why should we stop what seems to be pulling them out of the ghetto financially and, and begin to work on them, their mentality instead? Well, I think that's the absolute truth. I mean, myself in general, you know, directly, I'm working with my mayor, uh, Ted Green and East Orange. I'm working with the police chief, the board of education, leading by example, engaging the community. And in our city of East Orange and in North, they see us, you know, totally engaged. As a matter of fact, my colleague, uh, do it all from uh, Lords of the Underground. He's on a runoff right now for city councilmen. So we are putting our mouths where money, where our mouths are, where we're, we're politically active. You know, we're, we're really doing this. And it's unfortunate that in media, and I have to give you guys props for giving me a platform to expose what we're doing. Unfortunately, in media, the positive isn't necessarily promoted. It's all about negativity. As a matter of fact, even Charlemagne, the God, he just the other day was like, listen, 
I'm so sick of all of this negative, you know, news. Is there any positive news? And now he's on a campaign to report positive news. It's even affecting them. They're here interviewing these uh, rappers. And next thing you know, a month or two later, they're dead. What, what do you think that does to Charlemagne and Envy and Angela Yee psychologically? Yeah, I, I, I have to, having my own radio show and having the television show as well here on Fox, I have to say that it is mentally draining and almost depressing um, to have to report on bad news all of the time. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm definitely with you on that. Jasiri X, is the media play a part in this? Yeah, but I think you raise a great point about, you know, because you had mentioned Chief Keep at the top of the show. Chief Keep now is living in Los Angeles. He's like one of the most successful, like young art dealers um, at this point or art collectors, you know what I'm saying? So it was like the music allowed him to really leave Chicago and build a, a new life financially for himself. And so I think that, you know, you, we have to also reconcile that. And, you know, you talked about it, Vin, you know, two of my favorite songs, hip hop songs. I mean, you know, when OPP came out, my mom wasn't, my mom wasn't feeling that. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was loving it. But I think two of, two of my all-time favorite hip-hop songs is, are Ghetto Bastard and Uptown Anthem. You know what I'm saying? These were like, you know, somebody could look at those songs and say that was gangster rap. I looked at it and was like, this is somebody speaking, you know, I'm coming from the South Side of Chicago. Wow, here's somebody speaking about the conditions that I'm living in and giving me inspiration on how to come out of that. So I agree, like these corporations should be held accountable. I get upset because a lot, a lot of times rappers and artists are put up, but we never see the Lucian Grains of Universal Music Group. We never see the Doug yeah. Morrises. We never see these big people that are running these corporate. They're never held accountable for what's happening. Um, and so I do agree with that, but I also think that I would be careful about trying to censor because I think this always happens, right? When it was rock and roll, you had people that were saying like, it's going to ruin our children. We always have this conversation. So as an artist, I would never want to censor um, a younger person and not allow them to speak yeah. about what they feel and what they the believe. The conversation is definitely cyclical because uh, we we had it with hip hop music. You know, we we had it with Luther Campbell and the two live crew. The, although yeah. it wasn't gangster music, it was very provocative. Uh, we had it with Lil Kim. I mean, the it's always you're always going to blame something other than the problem. And I have to say to what Vin, Vinny said uh, in reference to hip hop artists becoming political. I want to give a shout out to Scarface, who also ran for city council in Houston, Texas, of the Ghetto Boys. So uh, I do agree that these rappers who have been a part of the culture now want to turn around and make a difference and put their money in their mouths where it counts in the community. So I do applaud hip hop. Yeah, but also, Tammy, though, they they were allowed to grow and mature, right? You know what I'm saying? So like where where Vin is now, obviously, I mean, he's so further along. And when we first see, you know, Vin behind a mic. And so they were like, look at what LL Cool J is doing with like the whole Rock the Bells, um, which he has ownership of. And now he has the radio show. So like, I think like we have to also give space for hip hop artists to grow. You, you know, you mentioned drill rap. Look at a Fabio Foreign, who maybe started off a little bit more rowdy, but now, you know, has a, one of the most successful albums out. So his 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 mutants are gonna change as people grow and as people mature. Right. I want to get Dwan in is, here. I want I want to get Dwan in here real quick. Go ahead. Um, see when it, see it's not just grounded to hip hop. 
we it's, it's a little bit of all needs to take people need to take account of what uh, the lyrics we put out there snoop talked about when he released murder that was the case a year later he was on trial for murder so artists have to know that even though you do have an experience over here what you put out there and put out there in, in, in your music that has a good possibility coming back to you whatever it is and then approach it with that knowledge of it so you're not naive but it's not just hip-hop you go back to uh, to Fats Domino, 1955, when he dropped Blueberry Hill. Like, they were blaming Fats Domino for, for the riots that were happening in San Francisco. There were major riots when Fats Domino, and we, we hear a song now talking about some, I found my thrill. That song caused riots 60 years ago. The so, problem is, the problem is, pardon me, the problem is right now, we have tons of young, potential, great future leaders. And the problem is right now, they're being taken out by the, 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 the tens of hundreds right now. And we'll never get to see their true potential, you know, if they get murdered within three years. These rappers have a shorter career than the average football player, which is three to five years. I'm 32 years in my career right now, such as LL Cool J and the others. So if we don't you know, address this and we don't protect our artists, we're setting them up for failure. We're giving them a pipeline to just go out here and create genocide. And I think that's the main point. What you see in this drill music is genocide right now. And we have to address it and we have to intervene. You're right. There's a lot of genocide. And I think that's, I think that's why it's being pushed because right now there's a, there's a bubbling of, of good new music that's coming out right now that just does not get radio play. It's so many great artists. They have three and 400,000 followers. They can go to any city and sell out 5,000 seats. But when it comes to the access from the mainstreams, they don't get access. So it's not as if the other good music out there is, isn't out there. It's out there to be listened to and to be heard. But the industry is what's pushing this nonsense upon us and is getting our children killed. But, but Lord, also- can you tell us about your Black American Music Family Tree artwork? Oh, yeah. I've been working on this. I've, I've spent so, like, so much time putting this together. Because what's been going on is there, there's been a lot of people, you know, they, they make it seem as if hip hop is something separate from our music. So what I did was I took music from the 1610s here on, that we've created here on this land and I tied it to hip hop, R&B, rock and roll, blues, soul, jazz. Because we as black Americans, we have to know the, the breadth of what we created. We created everything from salsa was created by us. Thank you, Dizzy Gillespie. Um, when it comes to country music, blues. All that stuff is ours, but it has never been quantified. And hip hop has always been segregated as an other. But we have to know that hip hop is just a child on our on our four hundred year long. Thank you for that. I appreciate that so much, Jasiri X. One Hood and the National Grant. You were just awarded from the Wallace Foundation. Yeah, I mean, we were blessed. Um, We were um, one of eighteen organizations that received a national grant from the Wallace Foundation. Two hundred fifty people put it in. It's a five year grant. That will allow us to continue to help artists. Just speaking with Vin is saying, I mean, and and I, you know, brother, hopefully we could we could really meet and build because it's that energy and spirit that we operate in our community to put our arms around our artists, to protect our artists, to give them alternative opportunities of things to rap about and and music to make and performance opportunities. So shout out to the Wallace Foundation for investing in, in the in the work that we're doing in Pittsburgh. Vin, can you please tell us about Ill Town Sluggers? Yes, Illtown Sluggers is a side project KG and I are working on. We're currently out on a 57 arena tour with new kids on the block, Salt and Pepper, uh, in Vogue and Rick Ashley. But 
What I'm personally involved in is the Universal Hip Hop Museum. Uh, there's an actual building and museum being built in the Bronx, and I'm working with their science department. So I'm working literally with astrophysicists, and we're about to um, start a series of interviews, STEM programs, and get our kids involved in the sciences through the Universal Hip Hop Museum. So I'm very excited about that. What can we do to keep hip hop artists alive? And I want to ask this question, but I want you to give me the answer in three words. Three words. What can we do to preserve our hip hop artists and our music? Uh, because it's taking a bad toll as far as drill is concerned, uh, according to some people. So what can we do in three words to preserve our hip hop artists? Jasiri X? Invest in youth. Ben? Tough love and accountability. You were ready for that one, weren't you? <laughs> you were ready for that one. <laughs> Dewan, what you got? What you got? Knowledge of self. Mm, knowledge is power. Oh, I got me so. one. How about that? Thank you so much, Vin Rock. Thank you so much, Jasiri X and Dewan Brown for being on Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack to talk about drill music and how it's affecting our community. Well, something else affecting our community up next Fox Soul presents the January 6th committee hearings. So stick around for that. You don't want to miss it. The January 6th committee hearings on Fox Soul is next. I'm Tammy Mack. That's the business of being black on Fox Soul. Bye, y'all.